Mountaineer Nation, let's ride. Welcome back to the Dub V 411. I'm your host, Lauren Taylor, and you're probably asking yourself right about now, where in the world is Maddie? Maddie is taking a little Easter vacation, so that's really great for her. Unfortunately, you guys are stuck with just me this week, which means that it's going to be a little bit of a shorter edition. We don't have as much to cover, and by we, I mean me, but as always, we're going to kick it off with some news, and the first thing that I have for you guys today is that Senator Joe Manchin held a roundtable on mental health with WVU students and officials. So Senator Joe Manchin announced a $1.5 million investment from the U.S. Department of Education for Mental Health Services at Concord and West Virginia University last week. On Wednesday, Manchin met with student leaders and officials at West Virginia University to discuss mental health efforts for students. WVU received more than $990,000 of this investment, which is earmarked for training and hiring additional mental health service professionals, according to a press release. According to Manchin, the university's specific amounts were requested and each school was evaluated for an award based on their needs and merits. Although WVU has made several recent strides towards improving student mental health, Manchin said a lot of these services come up short due to a lack of insurance. Roughly 30 student leaders and administrators, including director of the Carruth Center, Dr. T. Ann Hawkins, and the Mountaineer Fentanyl Education Task Force, were invited to the roundtable discussion with Manchin to discuss the mental health epidemic, how it affects students, and how the opioid epidemic and mental health are often intertwined. And I think this is really great. I think it's always important to be talking about mental health in school period but especially on a college campus just because you know everyone's on their own now and it you can feel a little bit more isolated than normal so I'm really interested to see you know what this money goes to and how mental health resources will change following this and I'm sure that we will have more updates for you guys soon um, we'll be following this very closely as we do with most things But the next thing that we have is something that we covered very briefly last week. And I'm sure that all of you know by now that WVU is in a deficit as of right now. So this week, the DA put out a story titled What to Know About WVU's Budget Deficit So Far. And school officials are preparing to downsize amid low enrollment projections. So before we get into it, here are just some facts. So WVU projects a $35 million deficit next school year, which officials say could reach $75 million by 2029. Enrollment is expected to drop by 5,000 students in the next decade, and school officials prepare to be a smaller institution with fewer employees and fewer programs. President Gordon Gee first shared these projections last week during his semi-annual State of the University address before outlining what school officials describe as a management improvement plan. In a quote from Gee, he said, in the short term, of course, we can manage, but if we want to be financially healthy as a university and certainly financially healthy for our future, we need to correct our budget strategically. Rob Aslop, the vice president for strategic initiatives, provided more details on the plan during a campus conversation later that week. He said the university will begin addressing its financial shortfalls with a reduction in workforce and programs. He said, We take no joy about planning to be a smaller institution with fewer employees and fewer programs, but it's something we need to do. He also added that administrators would be reaching out to departments in the coming weeks with more details about departmental changes, which could include employee reductions. However, he did not provide a specific timeline or the number of jobs that would be affected. Administrators will also be making will be asking departments to reevaluate contracts for about 1,900 non-classified employees, which are up for review in June. 
He said the university is also anticipating future tuition increases, primarily due to inflation and student enrollment projections. The university is projecting a 3% tuition increase next school year and a 3.5% tuition increase each year from 2025 to 2028, which Aslop said is more modest than in the past. So, obviously, this is no good news for absolutely any students that go to school down here. I mean, no one is happy to hear about tuition increases, being that we already pay a lot to go to school here. But, you know, clearly something has to be done. And I am glad that we are at least getting some information about this just to know what to expect. Um, but yeah, that's all we have for that right now, which is also one that is continuously breaking. We are still learning a lot about it pretty much every day, and we'll definitely have to keep following it too to kind of see what the university ends up doing, what kind of action that they take. But the last piece of news that we have for you this week is the Carruth Center is reviving mental health training workshops. The Carruth Center and Well WVU are reviving its mental health course that will educate students, faculty, and staff on how to help their peers who are experiencing distress or suicidal thoughts. The course, called Mental Health 101, is designed to teach participants effective listening skills, the signs of a distressed or suicidal student, how to properly give reassurance and information, and ways to encourage someone to seek professional help. Additionally, the course provides case scenarios for participants to practice the skills they have learned. The course will also provide overviews of the Carruth Center and WVU's care team services that are available for students. According to Courtney Weaver, director of Well WVU, the course was created in collaboration with the Division of Student Life, Well WVU, the school's care team, the Carruth Center, and Housing and Residential Life to develop comprehensive training about mental health. The group also took important materials from mental health first aid courses and combined them with similar objectives. The course will be incorporated into other training groups like resident assistant and residence life specialists as well. There are a select number of courses available through the spring semester, however sessions will also be provided during the fall semester. Students, staff, and faculty members can take the single session 90 minute course online or in person free of charge. Those who finish the course do not receive course credit but are eligible for a certificate of completion. And Weaver hopes that the course can help students understand what the Carruth Center has to offer in terms of mental health resources and being a new student here obviously Maddie and I have mentioned a couple times that we're both freshmen I definitely think it's important because I still don't know about all of the different resources that the Carruth Center has to offer um, I've definitely learned a lot and I know a lot more than I did when I first moved here but I think for students that maybe don't take the time to look into stuff like that this could be really helpful especially just to provide more resources all around you know even if a student who's struggling doesn't take this maybe one of their friends will and it can help them out in that sense but I'm very excited about this and I think that it's a really good opportunity for people to kind of take a closer look at mental health and one thing that I forgot to mention is that since Maddie is not joining me this week, which is just the saddest news that I've heard all day, um, we're cutting two segments. So all you're getting today is news and arts and entertainment. And if you're looking for some sports news, you can definitely check out the Mountaineer Insider podcast, which will just cover everything that has gone on with sports the past week and everything that's going to go on. But moving on to arts and entertainment, the first thing that's going on is the What Were You Wearing exhibit. So What Were You Wearing is an art exhibit based on student survivor descriptions of the clothes they were wearing during their sexual assault. 
These stories were collected from survivors by Jen Brockman and Dr. Mary Wyant Hybert at the University of Arkansas in 2013. On April 10th through the 12th, they will display the What Were You Wearing exhibit in the Mountain Lair Vandalia Lounge. Please take a moment to honor these survivors and see the exhibit and challenge the victim blaming question in your day-to-day lives. This exhibit is being put on by the Division of Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion all day Monday and Tuesday and until 1 p.m. on Wednesday in the Vandalia Lounge in the Mountain Lair. And I think that this is really important. I have seen this exhibit before um, circulating kind of on social media. It was something that a lot of people thought was really interesting and I think that it spoke to a lot of people um, very deeply because I, I have seen this like a couple separate times. So I definitely am going to be stopping by to check it out. I think that it's really important, especially during the month of April, being that it's, you know, Sexual Assault and Abuse Awareness Month. So definitely keep your eyes out for that. And once again, it is April 10th through 12th. So all day Monday and Tuesday and until 1 p.m. on Wednesday in the Vandalia Lounge in the Mountain Lair, if you're interested in that. And the last thing that I have for you this week is the School of Art and Design WV Mountaineer Short Film Festival. So this is not happening for another two weeks. However, it is April 15th at 10 a.m. So if we waited to talk about it until next week, you might listen to it a little bit too late and you'll miss it. So I'm definitely going to mention it this week and probably next week too. But this is hosted by the Electronic Media Program and the School of Art and Design. The West Virginia Mountaineer Short Film Festival is an international competitive film screening showing selected works from around the world along with short films created by WVU students and regional filmmakers. This festival celebrates exceptional, compelling, and boundary-pushing works in film, experimental video and animation, Its primary mission is to help foster creative approaches to these genres and to expose West Virginia University students and the surrounding Morgantown community to the world of independent filmmaking and video art. This year, the festival will screen over 100 works from dozens of countries in a wide range of genres and formats, including narrative, documentary, video art, experimental, and traditional animation, and live performance. Prizes will be awarded in each of the festival's competitive categories. The festival takes place in Morgantown on Friday, April 14th at the WVU Mountain Lair Green and on Saturday, April 15th at the Kennedy Creative Arts Center's Block Hall and Falbo Theaters from 10 a.m. to midnight. Further events and venues are to be announced. Admission is 100% free and open to the public. And if you have any questions or need any more information, you can visit the festival website for exact screening times, film selections, and locations. And I think that this is super cool. I obviously am a little bit biased because I'm a media major, but I also am a huge movie buff. So any chance that I get to kind of see what other people are working on in the realm of you know film and movies, I think that it's just really cool. Especially getting to see um, like our fellow students and what they're kind of producing since it is hosted by the School of Art and Design. I just think that um, this is a really great opportunity and it's 100% free. And even, you know, if you find yourself being on one campus more than the other, it's going to be reaching both. So there's a lot of opportunity for you to just stop by and see what's going on. I mean, obviously, there's no obligation to stay the whole time. It's a very long window that they'll be screening. But I just think it's really cool. I know a couple people who are making um, entries this year, and I think that, you know, it's always interesting to see what other students are doing, how other students are utilizing their time down here. 
but that is everything that I have for you this week. I apologize for the shorter edition, but trust that once Maddie gets back, everything will be back to normal and you'll be back to your regularly scheduled programming. But I hope that you at least found something interesting this week and that maybe you will be stopping by the Mountaineer Film Festival or the What Were You Wearing exhibit. Make sure you're keeping up with the DA and U92 and make sure you follow us on Instagram at the dubv 411 We are here for you every Friday on any podcast streaming platforms you know the deal we got spotify um apple Podcasts, and then of course we are always on the da website that's like our home base but we will see you i will see you guys next week let's go mountaineers